0: My peace I give to you. This is our text. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I just need a little peace and quiet. This can be uh, an exasperation that you might hear coming out of your own lips Or maybe from someone else you know. This tired cry of for peace, for quiet, for solitude. Maybe sometimes rings through my mind during this Advent season. As we prepare for Christmas, we often have a lot of other obligations that we're drawn to. And I tend to be a little bit introverted myself. So after gathering with lots of people over and over and over again, I begin to become drained a little bit. And I want some peace and quiet. I fear the next time I have to go to the party or get together, uh, function or celebration. I know that seems a little odd for someone who's going into the pastoral ministry, but we introverts can be pastors too. In fact, we probably relate to some of you. Or maybe you really don't relate to that feeling that I get, that fear and anxiety that I have during this time of year. Maybe what you actually fear is just the opposite of being alone in solitude. Not with others or loved ones who you'd rather be with, but you fear And you worry about what it's going to be like this Christmas. It'll be a little bit different. And so anxiety builds up as each day steps closer to the day where we should be celebrating. And yet your heart is torn because of a loved one or feeling alone. This crying out for peace comes from... An anxious heart, one where fear is creeping in. And I found as I, I prepared for this service and I was reflecting on peace, it seems to be that fear and peace are at odds with one another. God's answer to our fears are the peace, is the peace that He gives us. And everyone has fears. They might not all be the same, but we certainly worry and we become anxious. And so it's no surprise that one of the more common prayers or wishes that we hear during this holiday season is for peace on earth. For Christians, this probably comes from the Angelic announcement. It it starts on our stained glass, although we can't really see it right now. It's a little blacked out. But glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to men. This proclamation of the angels is one that we wish for, hope for, and we should certainly pray for. And when they made this proclamation, was it true? Was peace on earth? Where do we find peace? Is it found when times are easy? Is it found only in a place of comfort? Are we sure we really know even what peace is? It's certainly hard to define peace. Peace is is kind of like beautiful art or captivating music. Many people can acknowledge its beauty and appreciate it for what it is. But there's certainly different aspects that appeal to our own eyes or appeal to our own ears. And maybe, just maybe, we have a tough time finding peace... Because, in many ways, it's beyond our understanding. At least, the peace that God gives us. In some of the most difficult moments, God provides us with peace. He blesses us with the gift of peace. And it seems at odds. We're at our wit's end, and then, in prayer... And through God's word, our hearts can be calmed. The problems that we are facing may not be solved. And yet his peace comes over us. So, we might not be able to define peace all that well. But we certainly know it when Jesus gives it to us. Jesus says in our gospel lesson, Not as the world gives do I give to you. It doesn't always make sense how God's peace works in our lives. If we tried to make sense of it, it'd probably look more like how our world tries to control and create peace. Man tries to create peace through legislation. He tries to find diplomacy. And if diplomacy doesn't work, well then maybe we have to resort to war. Solve the issue or problem cause the injustice to end, and in the, in the end have the results of peace. We all know that peace, though, is only momentary. It's a reflection of the law, which is good, and it certainly protects us from further sin. But yet we can see clearly how sin takes advantage of the law and shows that it's not complete God's peace is greater than just simply law. God's peace is often found with grace. Paul uses this greeting in many of his letters. Grace and peace be unto you. When I began this sermon, grace and peace, a combination of two greetings, one Greek, one Jewish, charis and shalom Grace and peace be with you. God's peace, the gift of peace that we receive from God, often comes with His grace. And it's rooted in His grace. And that's why it probably doesn't make complete sense to us. Because it doesn't really follow the rules of the law. God's grace is the fulfillment of the law and more. It's beyond our understanding. And so peace is not found in the absence of trouble. Rather, it's often found in its midst. Troubles can lead us to fears and worries. But by God's grace, we can have peace in Jesus Christ. Our Emmanuel who comes to us in our mess, in our misery... We find peace in distress, just like we find Jesus living among the distressed, healing the sick, the blind, proclaiming to sinners the good news, and then ultimately, Jesus is our peace as he goes to the cross, and at the cross, his blood shed for us gives us peace with God we no longer have to fear the ramifications of our sins certainly we will face some results here and now but the ultimate penalty of death we need not fear we trample death under our feet by God's grace because Jesus Christ has buried death in its grave not only did he die on the cross and his blood cover all of our sins, but he is risen from the dead and sits at the right hand of the Father. So his power gives us a peace that has conquered over our greatest enemy. We no longer have to live in fear. And so as we live with one another, this peace that we have in Jesus Christ comes to us again and again and allows us to share that with others. As John said in our gospel lesson, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. We are reminded by the Holy Spirit of the peace that Jesus gives us. That he has won for us on the cross. And that we can now share with others knowing that peace. It's not too much unlike God's love that he's poured out into us. That overflows to others. This peace is a gift of the Holy Spirit. That can continue to live in our lives. As we are at peace with God, we can share that peace With others. This is no doubt why Paul encourages us in Colossians 3 let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Knowing peace in Christ makes peace with others possible. On Christmas Eve in 1914, German, French, English and Belgian troops began singing Christmas carols across no man's land. Eventually they would step out of their trenches on the western front of World War I and greet their enemies. Corroborated in many soldiers' diaries, the Christmas truce of 1914 brought shared meals, impromptu soccer games. And the burial. Of fallen comrades. Though it only lasted for a few days. It has become. A symbol of our deep. Deep need and desire. For peace. In the midst. Of turmoil. Can you picture that with me? Can you picture being. In such a horrific place. Probably. In the trenches it looks nothing like what you would think our world would look like. Our world completely flipped on its head. Immersed in sin. In the muck and the mire of our failures and faults. And then you hear it. Oh come, O oh, come, Emmanuel. Can you hear it? God with us. Peace from heaven above. God enfleshed. And ransomed captive Israel. The soldiers. In the worst scenario possible. Begin singing to their Lord. Lord come to us. Give us. Your peace. This peace that was brought to them as they began to worship the Lord poured out out of them for a few days, where they laid down their arms and recognized that we were all created by God, and while, we have differences, what's greatest in life is Jesus Christ and his peace that he brought to us. Years later, a a British veteran, speaking of that silent night, said in 1930, I then came to the conclusion that I've held very firmly ever since. That if we had been left to ourselves there, would never have been another shot fired. They understandably had to report back to their duties. It was their obligation to serve their respective countries. Certainly no one wanted that war. No one wanted to be in the battle. Certainly we don't want to be in the wars or battles that we face today. Those things that bring on fear and anxiety for us. And yet this world is sinful and broken. But Emmanuel, God with us, has come. And he has brought a power with him that is far greater than our understanding. A peace that is far better than we can even begin to comprehend. Such is the power of the one Isaiah called the Prince of Peace. Such is the promise of the angels who sang glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. It is true. God has brought us His peace in Jesus Christ. And we await the day when we no longer have to cry out for that peace. But we will experience it in full. A life without any fear or worry. Because we are completely under God's care. And all traces of sin have been removed. Until that day. May the peace of God be which surpasses all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.